name is Lauren Steiner, and welcome back to the Great Grant Seeking Podcast. In my over 20 years of experience in institutional fundraising, I have seen how effective grant seeking can help nonprofit organizations in so many ways. And I'm so glad that you decided to join me today as I explore topics in grant seeking that can help you level up your grant seeking and fundraising. And today I am bursting with excitement to talk about this topic. We are talking about chat GPT and chat GPT has been called a disruptor in so many industries, including in grant seeking. When it first came out, I heard lots of things about it, including that it was going to put me out of a job as a grant writer. Um, but pretty quickly, I think we realized that that was not the case, but it could, it does have the potential to tremendously help improve our grant seeking and make it more efficient. So I have been working really hard behind the scenes to try to figure out how I will use it in grant seeking. And I have some suggestions today. So for the foreseeable future, I believe grant writers are still very, very much needed. Um, but this tool has such tremendous promise to help us do our jobs more efficiently, potentially more effectively. Um, and it holds great promise for improving our efficiency. So my goal today is that you will walk away from listening to this podcast with some concrete ways that you can put this powerful tool to use in your grant seeking and help make you even more efficient than before. And one caveat before we get started, and that is that this episode is extremely time bound. As of this recording, which is in May of 2023, this information is current. But as you know, in our world today, and especially with relation to AI, things are evolving every single day. So take that you know, to heart, keep that in mind. This is current as of today, but I'm just so excited to bring you some of these ideas and suggestions. So before we delve into the benefits of using ChatGPT, let's quickly recap. What do we mean by the traditional grant seeking process? Well, one is that it usually involves hours of manual research sifting through websites and other materials, sometimes documents, trying to decipher sometimes complex eligibility requirements. And there are many places in the process that ChatGPT can save us time in things that we did manually before. And now let's talk about what is ChatGPT. ChatGPT is an AI language model it was developed by OpenAI, and it generates human-like text based on prompts and questions that the users enter in. And it has been trained on vast amounts of data and can assist with a wide range of tasks, including grant seeking, which is why I'm jumping out of my seat so excited today. So how can ChatGPT help you maximize your efficiency in grant seeking. I've got five key benefits of using ChatGPT for your grant seeking. First, idea generation. You know, one of the biggest challenges when you embark upon a new grant project is to generate the ideas 
that will be included in that proposal, potentially an innovative project idea. So with ChatGPT, you can generate ideas by providing a prompt or even just describing the issue you wish to address. So for example, I typed in, write a 10-week activity plan for job training and placement program that helps formerly incarcerated men learn the construction trades. This was a client project I worked on for many years. And if I'm working for an organization that does this work, you know, it's likely that we already have a project plan. We already have some sort of curriculum. But if I put this into ChatGPT new and fresh, it can offer me potentially some new perspectives or even suggest some relevant approaches and kind of help me think outside the box a little bit. Another way that you can use idea generation with the chat GPT interface is even earlier in the process. You could type in something along the lines of the mission or the purpose of your organization and see what the model comes up with. So for example, I typed in, what's an innovative way to help children experience public art? another project I worked on in the past. And it came up with a program model that used augmented reality and included interactivity with the kids where the kids would be making videos that they'd post on social media. And it included collaboration between the children and the artists. And so it had like an eight point plan for this kind of a project. So any one of these could generate new ideas to either help you uh, plan a program or help you bolster a program that's already been planned. Let's say that you already have your program very well defined. You don't need fresh ideas. You know what you're going to do. That brings us to benefit two of using chat GPT for grant seeking, and that is proposal organization. Now, I have strong feelings about this as a 20 plus year grant writer. And that is that writing grant proposals requires clear and coherent structuring. And I've really seen this time and time again. This is a big problem in many grants that I've uh, been hired to review and then and then work on or edit You know, the next iterations of them. Most proposals, many proposals that I see are written in, in much more of a stream of consciousness, word salad kind of a way. They want to make sure the previous writer wants to make sure they get everything in, but it's not necessarily organized in the best way. Even with stringent online requirements of grant proposal submissions today, there are, is room for things like signposting, subheading, topic sentences. The truth is, and I've said this many times, readers skim they don't necessarily read everything word for word. And the way you can make the difference between a reviewer, quote unquote, getting your proposal or not getting it, you're getting the, your main points, is to make topic sentences lead off all of your paragraphs. One tool I stole from a colleague who used chat GPT for this prompt, he put in, make this paragraph more concise and compelling. And then he put in the paragraph that he wanted to be more concise and compelling. And 
nine times out of 10 when I've done this, what ChatGPT gave me back was almost entirely usable. Really, really much more efficient writing than what I had put in. You can also use the ChatGPT function to write a summary of something. I asked ChatGPT to give me a one paragraph summary of a five page proposal and what it spit out was almost completely usable as it was. It was nearly perfect, needed minor edits. So you could even try to use ChatGPT before you write, before you wrote anything to help you organize your thoughts or help you outline your proposal effectively. You could feed in your ideas or your key points and ask it to generate a framework that could save you time and energy in so that your proposal has a nice logical flow. So let's move on to benefit three, and that is research assistance. And I see two main buckets for this type of benefit. The first is researching potential funding opportunities for your program. And the second is researching that's required for the statement of need section of your proposal. They're very different. So let's take them both separately. You can do this in a very basic way using the current model of ChatGPT. I suspect that this will change probably in the very near future as people are developing tools based on the open AI technology. At this time, I don't know of any robust tools that are using AI that can help match grant seekers and grant makers in any kind of a robust way. That's still manual, but I suspect that time will come probably sooner rather than later. But what you can get right now is a very basic, maybe cursory search of potential grantors. And for a new grant seeker, this may be all you need. So for example, I put in, help me find potential grant opportunities for a program helping autistic children learn to read in Cleveland, Ohio. That's where I'm based. So the results, as I said, were very basic. It recommended the Community Foundation and a few other larger foundations, what I usually call the usual suspects. It also recommended researching the Ohio Department of Education, another pretty usual suspect in that field. So like I said, this might be usable, might be very helpful to new grant seekers, but likely not as helpful to more seasoned professionals. But again, tools are being developed every day. Stay on top of it and likely something will be coming out very soon that will help us help us with our research process. And that will be a welcome help. But then the other facet of research where ChatGPT can be super helpful is in that need statement. And most proposals require some type of a need statement. And this is where ChatGPT can really shine. So I'll give you um, an insight into how I used to work. So I used to go into Google and I would put in the Google interface, whatever fact I actually wanted to be true that I knew would help bolster my case. So for example, 
if I was writing a proposal that was um, addressing the needs of children living in poverty in the state of California, I might Google for the need statement for that proposal. I might Google the following statement. California is among the highest states in the rankings of children living in poverty. I would Google that in order to find data that supported that point. It was admittedly not a perfect way of doing that. It was only one of the ways that I would look for data, but it was a pretty effective way to find journal articles and other sources that cited core sources of information. So I tried as an experiment, I put this into chat GPT and I asked it to help me find sources and, and to cite them that would back up a statement that California is among the highest states in the rankings of children living in poverty. And here's what it came up with in Annie E. Casey Foundation's 2021 Kids Count data book that said that California ranks 48th out of 50 states in terms of child economic well-being. Well, that's a great source for that. It came up with the U.S. Census Bureau 2020 American Community Survey. All my grant writers out there know about the American Community Survey. It came up with a Public Policy Institute of California report on child poverty. Really, really good sources. So here is one of those areas where, while very helpful, there is also a significant limitation of the current iteration of ChatGPT. And that is that as of this recording, ChatGPT is only able to reference data that is pre-September 2021. That is not likely to be a limitation in the future, but if you're using the tool now, remember to double check that there's nothing more recent to reference than what it provided you. And also another caveat is check the facts, right? We don't need to take, of course, things at 100% face value. We would want to go in and make sure that the source that it's citing and the point that it's making is actually accurate in the source data. I have not experienced it myself, but I have had colleagues tell me that things that ChatGPT has spit out for it have not always been 100% accurate. So it is up to us as the writer to check the facts, check everything that comes out of the tool and double check to make sure that it's absolutely accurate. It is still an excellent starting point for these facts. So that brings me to benefit number four, and this one is also huge, and that is writing support. You know, writing a compelling and persuasive proposal is really crucial to securing grant funding. And ChatGPT can offer things like language suggestions. It can help you refine your narrative. It can even provide examples or templates if that's the stage that you're in or what you're looking for. And what I love it for is being that sort of virtual writing assistant that helps you enhance the clarity or the quality of your writing. And here's a, another concrete way to use this. And it's also about the need statement that we just talked about when we talked about using the vehicle for research. But another place, this is a place where I see grant seekers struggle. 
And that is that they've done some research and they found some amazingly supportive facts. And then they just dump those facts into the need statement section. And usually they're pretty bleak and they just leave them there on the table. And unfortunately, that leaves it to the reader to deduce their own conclusion out of those facts. And they don't always come up with the same conclusion that we want them to. So don't ever leave it to the reader to develop their own conclusions. Ask ChatGPT to write you an intro and a conclusion sentence to your need statement paragraph that you could include in your proposal for a program that does X, Y, and Z. And see how quickly this tool comes up with an awesome first draft introductory and conclusory sentence for your need statement paragraph. All I have to say about this is it's genius. It's a game changer. Try it. That brings me to the final benefit of using chat GPT to make your grant seeking more efficient. And that is feedback and revision. So there's so many ways that you can do this even using the current, the model currently as it is. And that is, you know, after completing your proposal, any proposal, it's imperative that you review it for um, clarity, for coherence, for competition, right? And ChatGPT can really provide you some valuable suggestions for improvement. So you can identify gaps, you can help refine your arguments, you can see is your proposal as concise as it should be, as impactful as it should be. Um, you know, I've had it help me with transition sentences, you know, some of those little refinement kind of things that are needed near the end of editing a proposal, it can be extremely helpful with, you know, grammar edits, tense changes. Maybe you've had multiple collaborators in a proposal, making sure that it speaks with one voice, addressing run-on sentences. There are so many ways it can help you with editing. So, my guidance here is explore the tool, see how it can help you with when it comes to revision and editing your proposals. So now that we've explored some of the benefits, in my opinion, of using ChatGPT for grant seeking, I think it's also important to address some of the considerations of using it, including some of those limitations. So consideration number one is ethical use. While ChatGPT can be a powerful tool, it is essential that we use it ethically. So remember, it's an AI model, and that means that human oversight is still necessary. So you want to make sure that you're carefully reviewing that generated content, that you're validating the information, and that you are ensuring that it aligns with all ethical standards. It is not a set it and forget it type of vehicle. Um, and it's exactly why grant writers and reviewers, at least for the foreseeable future, will, will need to be human beings like me and you. And as a grant seeker, you know, anytime you're submitting a proposal, you're vouching for that information. It is certainly never going to be a valid excuse to say, well, this is what chat GPT came up with. And so this is what we're going to do. You know, check your facts they are, they are promises that you're making to a potential grantor and you are responsible for delivering on them. So consideration number two is limitations of the model. So although it is highly advanced, it has limitations 
And it certainly cannot understand the specific nuances or even sometimes the context of your specific project. So you always want to rely on your own expertise and your own judgment and use ChatGPT as that supplementary tool rather than a substitute for your own knowledge and experience. And then consideration three is privacy. You know, if you elect to use that free model of ChatGPT, just know that nothing is free. Your data is going to be used as they continue to develop the model. So there's absolutely no promise of privacy of information. And I know sometimes organizations can be very careful, you know, understandably with their own proprietary information. And so as I understand it, and I am not an expert in this, I am just a user, there may be ways to use the tool and still maintain privacy of information if you use the various paid models of ChatGPT. But here today, what we're talking about is that free model of ChatGPT. They do have paid models. As I understand it, they have different levels Um, uh, that allow for privacy of your information. Explore whatever your particular needs are for privacy. Speak with your attorneys about it if data privacy is a big concern to you. So as I begin to wrap up this episode, let's summarize the key takeaways of some of the benefits of using ChatGPT to help improve efficiency of your grant writing. First, it can help you generate ideas. Second, it can help you organize your writing and your proposals. Third, it can help you with research in a couple of ways, identifying opportunities and then identifying facts that support the need for your project or program. It can help you refine your writing and improve your final proposal. The final benefit of using chat GPT, feedback and revision. It's imperative that you review it when it comes to revision and editing your proposals. To wrap up, I do want to talk about what do you do now? Step one, I would say is to familiarize yourself with chat GPT. It is free to sign up, spend some time at least at this time, spend some time exploring the capabilities so you can understand how it can assist you with your grant-seeking efforts. Step two, identify the right platform and tools for you. You may want a more robust tool. You may want a tool that is specifically geared to grant writing that is built upon the open AI model. And there are tools like this being developed as we speak, some of them in market already. So these are platforms that can help offer maybe a more seamless experience as you develop, as you use the tool to develop your grants. And then step three is don't forget to collaborate with experts. Engage with your grant professionals. If you are not the grant professional, maybe you're a development director or an executive director, 
talk to a grants professional or a grants consultant, even join an online community that's talking about using AI in their grants where they can help share experiences, share advice, and learn some best practices on how to use it effectively. So as I wrap up today's episode, remember that ChatGPT is an invaluable tool in your grant-seeking arsenal. It can help save you time. It can help improve your efficiency. And potentially, it can help increase your chance for funding. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If today's conversation inspired you to change something up about your grant seeking, then please follow this podcast because here is where you will hear more great discussions like this one from experts who are excelling in our field. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a follow. Share it with your friends, with your colleagues, and please leave a rating and a review. So I'll see you next time on the Great Grant Seeking Podcast and happy grant seeking. Mm-hmm.